College Hockey Southwest Weekly is brought to you by Bell Ford, the Arizona Ford Giant at 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix, T-Mobile, home of America's largest 5G network, by College Bar and Grill at 740 South Mill Avenue in Tempe, the ASU fans home away from home, Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, voted best of Las Vegas two years in a row. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, award-winning tequila since 2011. Cold beers and cheeseburgers. 12 Valley locations serving the finest in craft beers and handcrafted burgers. Behind the Mask, serving the Valley hockey community since 1994. OxyPow, our chemical-free line of cleaning products gets the funk out of your equipment or office. M-Drive, for energy, stamina, recovery. Ice Den Scottsdale, practice home of the Arizona Coyotes, also in Chandler. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right, welcome in hockey fans, anywhere that you might be listening to us live on the Podbean app around the United States, Canada, anywhere that may be. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly, our weekly podcast, which talks NCAA hockey in the Southwest. But uh, we have a lot of things to talk about tonight. Scott Strandy joining you from Scottsdale, Arizona. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein from beautiful Long Island, New York. Paul, how are you? Uh, we're doing okay. Uh, it's been a crazy day. Terribly crazy day. Let's start off by by two things. Um, I'm sorry, uh, I, just, we, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to <laughs> cough on the mic, so I had to shut it off for a second. I could no talk problem. more if you listen. If you want to go right into it, we can do that. But no, you know. I, I got I got two things to say before we jump right into it. If you will, okay. um, we lost two icons today: Johnny Nash uh, at 80 years old, and also Eddie Van Halen at 65 years old today. Um, so two big losses in the entertainment industry. Um, never easy, um, but uh, that that I had never of, heard. Uh, I had not heard about Johnny Nash. Yeah, just recently, about an hour ago, or maybe even less than that. So, uh, our condolences out to their families. Um, Eddie Van Halen, of course, uh, a superstar. Uh, we were growing up, or certainly when I was growing up, um, I was so, too. I mean, I mean, I wasn't yeah. listening to a lot of Van Halen records. To be honest with you, it was not my. Uh, um, it was not my cup of tea, so to speak. I hear you. Uh, but obviously, I knew who he was and who the band was, et cetera. Uh, Johnny Nash, you know, a little more R&B than, uh, uh, than Van Halen. Is that, is that fair to say? Yeah, very much so. Very <laughs> much so. Very much um, so. Yeah. Um, and then, of and course, the on weirdness the, on of 2020 just continues, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, boy, boy, did you hit that on the head. Uh, on the positive side of things, the NHL draft round one is going on live as we speak. I think we're up to pick number 21 right now. So uh, we'll kind of keep you abreast of that as well. Uh, as I said, this is College Hockey Southwest Weekly, so we like to talk NCAA hockey. Um, you and I kind of joked today that uh, finally some news broke on a Tuesday morning instead of a Wednesday morning. Yeah, well, that's usually um, when it happens. I, I, I know. So I, I checked my watch. I checked my calendar just to make sure that it was, in fact, Tuesday. And I had missed a day somewhere along the way. But I I'm going to let you break the news tonight, Paul. Go ahead and break it. What happened break today? It. 
break it? Break the- are we breaking it six <laughs> hours after it's announced? Well, I don't we know. Are. are we? We are. <laughs> well, we're talking about it, but I don't know. I don't know if I would use the word breaking. Um, oh, Let us I know mean, what happened. All right. Well, uh, ASU announced its schedule. I, I don't even know quite how to put that. They announced a scheduling arrangement, or actually the Big Ten announced it, uh, along with ASU. Uh, This is really not what we expected at all, and I guess we'll get into it in a minute. But uh, basically, um, ASU entered in a scheduling agreement for the 2021 season uh, that will see ASU play 28 games that we know of. and play them all on the road. They'll play each uh, Big Ten team four times. I don't know if that means one a week. I don't think anybody knows yet. Uh, theoretically, we can get into that. We'll get into that in a second, I guess, too. Um, but um, so there will be a season. It's supposed to, it could start as early as November 13th. It would. Could start around Thanksgiving. Uh, the only I can't say. Can I say the only odd part of this because it's not really odd, is it? Nothing is odd right now, is it? You, you can say whatever you want. It's your show, my friend. No, it's not my show. I just I just live in it. Um, they are not going to be in the Big Ten tournament. I I'm sure. Uh, you know they they're they're playing the 28 games, which is more than enough to qualify for the NCAA tournament, which we all expect will be pushed back a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I assume it'll still be where it's supposed to be this year. Pittsburgh, Detroit, Buffalo. I believe Pittsburgh. If if, if everything holds true, I believe Pittsburgh is the site that was announced a while ago. It's it's Pittsburgh today. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Good way of putting it. Does that – does that make more sense? It's Pittsburgh today. It is Pittsburgh today. Okay. Um, tomorrow, who knows? Uh, the um, not, we're we're all kind of sure that that will get pushed back a little bit. Uh, but this kind of makes some sense uh, as you sit there and you look at it and you think about it. Uh, the Big Ten is obviously. Uh, the only uh, league, well, there's actually two leagues that are normally what, since hockey is a little different, the Big Ten is always the Big Ten. The ECAC is always the ECAC. Uh, well, I can't even say that, right? Because there's Ivy League teams in the ECAC. Yeah, correct. Yeah. But the Big Ten is really the only league that is its league in all sports. Yeah, that that's a fact, and that's what they wanted, uh, which is which so, is really surprising uh, from um, that end of it that they would bring anybody in. Although, as we've been told, nobody would be left behind, and that that in fact means nobody's left behind. Now, I, I don't. Well, I th- also think that I also think that that kind of makes it easier for everybody, at least in terms of ASU and their scheduling, because they don't have to. Uh, Let's. I'm trying to think. The, the way you could put it is, you know, not every team in the NCHC 
uh, are all they're not all in the same league in the other sports. So now you're dealing with who knows how many testing protocols and how that's going to work out. And this way, you're only dealing with one, at least until the NCAA tournament, if you get in. Yep, that's uh, that's a good point. That probably had a lot to do with it. Uh, I would guess just from an outsider looking in, as I am, um, clearly we, not on the inside, so I wouldn't know we, uh, what decision that would be. Um, but anyway. Uh, I wasn't listen, don't, 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 <laughs> listen, I, I wasn't there either. The coach didn't tell me anything. <laughs> I know well, the I, athletic director I, didn't tell me anything. I, Don't make I it sound mean, like I didn't mean to imply that. I just meant to no, say it sounded that, like it. that it's uh, it, it's not a thing that we were privy to. Uh, so we're kind of just reading the tea leaves from the outside. Um, the well, other listen, question I, I have I, on I'm this I'm going to say this though. I'm going to say this though. I'm not sure that anybody would be, be told that anyway. Yeah, maybe not. Um, the, the other question I have is we know there's a new team starting NCAA play, albeit uh, supposedly a hybrid schedule, and that would be LIU. Have you heard anything on the LIU side as to what they're going to do? Uh, I have not. Uh, I have uh, planning on sending an email to the Black – oh, not, not, the, not the Blackbirds anymore. It's the Sharks. I'm thinking of when LIU was a separate campus and they were in Brooklyn. Uh, a cam- it. Well, it was a campus I actually attended for a semester. Yeah, but no, uh, nobody, nobody listening to us would, would know that. So I love it. No, I know. It's, I love it, you it was the, going into little secrets out there. It was the uh, LIU Blackbirds. They played in Brooklyn. And um, their gym, their, their, where they played their basketball games, uh, was actually the old – Paramount Theater. Now really? I know you. As long yes, so as long as we're talking about uh, Johnny Nash and Eddie Van Halen, you know, so this ties right in. Uh, you can't even imagine the ghosts that are in that building. <laughs> oh, oh, I bet I could. <laughs> the, the Alan Freed concerts, etc., that were held in that building. I'm telling right. you, if you looked them up, they would be a who's who. Yeah, and, I bet. you know, obviously concerts were much different back then. But, I mean, <laughs> uh, now I'm really going off the wall, ain't I? Well, I'm really going <laughs> off the rails. And I love it. I love and, it. The, and, the LIU but, Blackbirds at one time. Yeah. Uh, that's fantastic. Um, and, and they've since then, as we've said here before, they've combined all the campuses and schools to be one. Um, and I am way off the rails. We got. I got to send them an email. I and let's see if we can get the coach here on the podcast or somebody from there. Um, I, I gave a shout out to one of their uh, one of their new recruit. I guess everybody's a new recruit. They're all new recruit. There's no there's old there's old ones there. They haven't had they haven't played a game yet. But a couple of days ago was the birthday of Max Balanson and and uh, Max and I of course are friends. So I had to throw out a, a birthday wish to him and he said thank you. So uh, I, I kind of prodded him a little bit said maybe you you want to come and talk about this new team you're on and what it's like to be a shark now. But now I can ask him what's it like to be a shark that used to be a blackbird. <laughs> well, no. First of all, like I said, they used to be two different schools. Well, I mean, they were affiliated, but they were two different schools. Oh, okay. I'd be like, what God's name are you talking about, you whack job? Yeah. I'm the only whack job here. Uh, uh, that's classic. So, so ASU will be playing each of the seven Big Ten schools uh, that 
are in their hockey conference, six of them full members of the Big Ten. The seventh, obviously, is Notre Dame, uh, four times each. It is enough games to qualify for the NCAA tournament. Um, it's not going to be easy. There is precedent for it before. Uh, Boston College played an entire season on the road, went 31-8. and eight. Now, that team had guys like Kevin Stevens on it and Craig Janney and, and a few others. And I'm not saying there are no future NHL players on this ASU team, but, you know, we That's don't know. That's interesting, Paul. You, you must have been on Google uh, searching that one out because that is interesting that uh, there's precedence that – 31-8 and eight is pretty impressive. Uh, 39 oh. games played all on the road. Man, oh, man, that, that's a good mark. Uh, and, and according to sources, that's the best year that BC ever had. Nice. So we might, we might nice. have to Google that and get more information during the, the break later. and just kind well, of... well, you either Googled that or you have a really good source, and I think you might have a really good source. That's possible. Who knows? <laughs> Uh, anyway, we are up to pick number you 22 know. in the NHL drafts as we keep you going on that as well. I, I will throw it out the there, NH folks. The, uh, the first NCAA player to be drafted uh, in the 2020 draft went number 14 to Edmonton, Dylan Holloway from the University of Wisconsin. And we talked about last year, Paul, uh, first, so far how, how, loaded, how loaded Wisconsin was um, with their talented players. And uh, last week we had a former Wisconsin player uh, on the show. And right. uh, to tell you that Dylan Holloway is a star, uh, six foot, 203 pound center, um, playing in the Big Ten. Uh, interesting that he would be that, that, hard, that far up on the, uh, on the draft list, but that just tells you how good uh, the Big Ten is, actually. Well, he was the – so far he's the only college player taken. Yeah, correct. The, the only NCAA player taken. Um, he's big boy. Uh, he is uh, – you know, he is uh, – he had, you know, eight goals as, as, as a freshman last year in Wisconsin. Uh, I'm, I'm sure they expect him to be back, although I, I have to say, as long as we're talking about these kinds of things uh, – Edmonton taking a, a, another forward. I was watching the <laughs> coverage of the 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 the, the picks uh, on, on TV before we came. I came down to the podcast basement, and the 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 commentators on TV, two of whom are. Not just draft experts, but, uh, you know, guys that are wired in as much as anybody can be. Uh, anybody who's a hockey fan knows, uh, especially the name Bob McKenzie. And they, the two picks that they were kind of stunned at was the Edmonton pick and the Toronto pick. And it's not that they said those guys weren't good players. Because they are. But those teams that are desperate for defense take forwards in the first round when they passed up on a guy 
go Ooh, figure. The quote unquote experts in Caden Gould. And I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Gooley, Gulay, Gould. Um, you know, you, you, you know, with all the things that I'm reading, that's about where those guys should have went. But uh, when you're as desperate for defense as Edmonton and Toronto are, not that we're trying to change this into an NHL podcast, but <laughs> holy smokes, they were actually speechless, especially Bob McKenzie with the Toronto pick. He was searching for words, and I was laughing my eye off. <laughs> well, the other thing I will say, another uh, the first USA-born uh, player to go, Jake Sanderson, who grew up in Montana, of all places. Yeah. Um, 6'2", 185-pounder um, from the National Team Development Program uh, in the United States. A big defenseman, a big solid defenseman, went to Ottawa in one right. of their three picks um, that was their second pick already. Yeah, they haven't gotten number the three and the number yet. five, so that was pretty, pretty impressive. So anyway, uh, you know, no, well, is top... that impressive? I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah don't having know. two picks in the top five are great, but I don't know if that's impressive. Yeah, <laughs> um, and, it, and probably the biggest surprise, um, only because of COVID twenty twenty, Hendricks Lapierre uh, was just selected by the Washington Capitals at number twenty two, and they are showing his injury history and. Nothing to take away from the kid, but one, two, three, three diagnosed concussions in 2019. Yeah. Um, and nobody being able to get their hands on him uh, because of COVID and because of the uh, the lack of testing, unless the Arizona Coyotes were able to figure out a way to uh, – okay, I won't go there. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> they, they weren't able to get their hands on him with their medical doctors, uh, considered to be a pretty high risk. A lot of people were saying that – if he did get selected in the first round, it would be by either Ottawa or New Jersey, who had multiple first round picks, and he ends up with the Washington Capitals. So, well, figure. Well, let's put it this way: um, they were talking about Lapierre as well, um, and that could be the ultimate high risk, high reward pick for the Washington Capitals. And how? And um, how? If he stays healthy, he could be considered the steal of the first round. Uh, they were saying, had he been healthy, he probably would have been a top seven pick. Right. And they got yes. him at 22. So, you uh, know what? Uh, there's a guy named Crosby that's had a lot of concussions as well and is continuing to play at a high level in the NHL for a number of years. So, it's going to all be about protection. He's going to have to play smart. He's going to have to be well protected with his equipment. And who knows? He may have a very long career in the NHL. We certainly wish him the best, but... Yeah, you're you're 100% right, Paul. He is a high risk and uh, you know, high reward uh type of player and good, you know, good for the Capitals. They can use a little more scoring. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I will leave my uh, emotions out of this. Uh, really? Uh, really yeah, with the 23rd I, pick, the Philadelphia Flyers coming yeah, up. Yeah, I don't next? want to talk about them either. Who cares? <laughs> okay. Um okay. Do we need um, to get back to NCAA hockey? <laughs> okay. Well, we—I mean, we can. I mean, well, we first of all, it's not like we didn't talk <laughs> last week and said we were going to do. St we were going to talk about the draft, so it's not like we are uh, talking at a school here. Yeah, it's uh, and you know, I mean, it's rare this whole this whole season. Like we've already talked about, this whole calendar year of 2020 has been strange from the canceling of the NCAA tournament, the stopping of all play and the COVID and 
where we're at right now politically and a vote coming up in 20 some odd days and uh, all the confusion circling around the United States as a whole. I mean, uh, I'm trying to laugh. So I keep, don't, don't cry, Paul. That's, that's my goal is to uh, just laugh at the situation and hope that uh, somehow, some way we all get through it. But, uh, well, it's, you know, it's not like, it's not like there, there, I mean, there are news tidbits, uh, not necessarily uh, giant size pieces of news, but you know news tidbits nonetheless. Uh, you know the former coach at Huntsville, Mike Corbett, got hired on as an assistant at Robert Morris. Right. Uh, unfortunately, the pandemic uh, made them cancel the Connecticut Ice Tournament. Uh, that they started last year with all the four Connecticut-based NCAA teams. But they've already set the dates for the next two years after that. Uh, I don't know where Riviera University is. or Rivi- I think it's pronounced Riviera or Rivere or Revere. Um, let's see if we can figure out. Uh, they're, in no ha- they're in New Hampshire. They're starting Division Three programs in two years. I mean, you know, the more hockey, the better, right? Even if it's D3. Sure. I don't Absolutely. Want to I don't want to look down at D3 because those are good hockey players. Um, Absolutely. You know, uh, Sanderson uh, actually uh, is a college player or will be a college player. He's supposed to start at North Dakota this year. Yeah, shocker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I believe that uh, – one of the fellow, one of his fellow defensemen, uh, who's already been drafted uh, in the into the NHL, or at least is drafted uh, by Ottawa, uh, will be on his team at North Dakota this year. Yeah. I, I could I could see Ottawa telling the, the the coach at North Dakota, "Hey, hint, hint, you can play these guys together, right? Hint, hint, right, hint, hint." <laughs> right. What? That that stuff actually goes on somewhere? Uh, yeah, and well, it I don't could know happen. You, I mean, it's not like it's out of the realm of possibility, right? You want to have a – that would be a pretty darn good number one deep pair. And, and I don't know if uh, if you noticed, but when they interviewed Jake Sanderson, uh, he was sitting in uh, one of the suites or just below one of the suites at Ralph Engelstad Arena at the University of North Dakota. And they made sure that the uh, North Dakota banner got – Flashed around several times. Really? So, uh, I'm shocked. Yeah. Yeah, me too. So uh, anyway. <laughs> and, anyway. Well, it's funny because that was kind of where there were a couple of spots where in the top 10 where everybody kind of figured who would be in the top 10 but weren't sure how guys would get picked. Um, we'd also be remiss if we didn't mention that uh, Quentin Byfield or Byfeld was picked by the Kings with the number two pick. And he now becomes the highest ever drafted black player in the history of the NHL draft. Uh, Evander Kane and I believe Seth Jones were picked fourth uh, when they were drafted. Byfield, uh, Byfield is now picked second. And, um, you know, it came down to him and German Tim Stutzel. And I think the Kings said, Hmm. Two players about the same. We rate them about the same. One guy six one, one hundred eighty seven, and another guy is six four, two fifteen, and he's still growing too. I think we'll take the six four guy. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Congratulations to everybody that's been drafted so far. And, of course, tomorrow, a full day from uh, 8.30 a.m. Pacific all the way through the daytime. Uh, they're going to be uh, using rounds uh, two through seven. So it'll be exciting. I'm planning on uh, watching all of it all day as the uh, the official vehicle gets uh, more wrapping done to it tomorrow. Right. So it's going to hey, be by the fun. way, We're going to keep way, track just... of it for you. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, two other tidbits about Jake Sanderson. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and we say if, because you never know. I don't want to. But if and when he makes it to the National Hockey League, he will be the first player born in Montana to make it to the National Hockey League. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely okay. love it. And here's the best part. And I, I can't lie about this. Not the best part is when they showed a picture of him and his dad, the former NHLer Jeff Sanderson. Yes. High fives all around <laughs> to the production team at NBC Sports for making sure the uniform they showed his father in was a Hartford was? Whalers uniform, ah. baby. Break it up, bring it up, and give it up for the whale. I yes, knew sir. that was coming. Yes, I just sir. knew that was yes, coming. Sir. So, all okay. right. What yeah. a better way to take a break, hear from some of our partners, and then when we come back, Paul, I want to do what I want to do two things. I want to talk about um, this new connection we're seeing from from Dallas to uh, Arizona State uh, in recent current players and commitments, and we'll go through those. Uh, a good friend of me of of us right now, I guess, uh, our friend Tanner down in Dallas. Uh, who we become very good friends with today because he sent me more messages than a lot of people I uh, have known for 40 years. <laughs> so, uh, Tanner, shout out to you. I told you you'll be on the podcast with us very soon. Uh, looking forward to that. But he gave us a whole bunch of tidbits, so we'll go through those. And then we'll talk about just how difficult playing 28 games on the road for the Arizona State Sun Devils could turn out to be. Or, as you brought up to me earlier, uh, could help the power rankings with every win you get as a road team. So let's take a quick break. Let's come back in about five minutes and talk uh, more NCAA hockey on College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Ask any player who laces up a pair of skates in Arizona or Nevada, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice? Our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable. Show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. Hey, Michael here from M-Drive. My dad, a world-class scientist, actually made M-Drive for himself to stay active and continue enjoying life. And yes, M-Drive supports healthy testosterone, but it's so much more. M-Drive is the everyday supplement to fuel your drive with more energy and more strength. Listen, we'd love for you to try M-Drive too. Visit mdriveformen.com and we'll give you 20% off your first purchase. Just type in the code DRIVE at checkout. Refine your prime with M-Drive. 
Sports are back, and so is the year-end model sale at Arizona's Ford Giant, Bell Ford. Looking for a new pickup? The best-selling 2020 Ford F-150 XLT can now be had for $10,000 off the MSRP. Or how about $6,000 off the MSRP for a 2020 Ford Ranger XLT? Looking for a sports utility vehicle? A sports car? How about $6,000 off the MSRP for a 2020 Ford Escape? Or $5,000 off that MSRP for an iconic Ford Mustang, an EcoBoost Coupe. Whatever your preference, go to bellford.com or see our friend Kevin Wood at the showroom at 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix. Tell him Ice Time Hockey SW said hello. Las Vegas and check out the fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No. Stopping at Jesse Ray's barbecue for lunch. Oh, that fortress. That combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac and cheese, surrounded by a fence of ribs. I'm in. Exactly. Jesse Ray's barbecue. Located at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, right behind the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Check out their pulled pork smoked chicken, or the fall off the bone baby back ribs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue has been voted the best barbecue in Las Vegas two years running. So whether it's a midday meal or a pregame feast, head to Jesse Ray's Barbecue for all their award-winning tastes. At the heart of any good cocktail is the quality of the spirit used. And if you want to make the best margaritas, or if you just want a straight shot of the best tasting tequila, then Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila is the brand for you. Award-winning Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila has the taste you want to make perfectly blended cocktails, whether you're celebrating an overtime game winner with friends or relaxing by the pool after a long work day. Find your bottle, be it in Arizona or elsewhere in the U.S. Visit us at MexicanMoonshine.com. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, award-winning taste since 2011. All right, we're back. Call it Chalky Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy joining you from Scottsdale, Arizona. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein on the beautiful Long Island, New York. Um, Paul, I just saw the uh, the uh, Calgary Flames made a pick with those uh, retro slash current New Jerseys. They took Connor Zari uh, from uh, Kamloops, Calgary. baby. Kamloops. Yeah, Kamloops. There we go, Kamloops. So By yeah, the way, it's a, yeah. Just because just I was going to – just because this is what happens in every first round, right? There's always trends. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it was – was it last year or the year before there were like a record number of Americans taken in right. the first round? Yeah. Uh, this year could set a record, I guess, for European-based players. Uh, right. So far in the first 24 picks, nine of the 24 actually uh, – have European bases as their team, as they're getting drafted from, and 10 of the 24 are European-born players. So, you know, next year, who knows, right? But um, it's just kind of weird how those kinds of things go in cycles. Uh, a few guys with uh, uh, NHL family pedigrees, like Jake Sanderson. Mm-hmm. You had um, uh, Lucas Reichel, whose uncle was Robert Reichel, played in the National Hockey League, played for the Islanders. 
played for a couple other teams as well. I think he might have even played for Calgary at one point, uh, at least the original version of Calgary. I, I, I can't keep track of – well, wait, no, Calgary's, Winnipeg's. So I can't keep track of it. Right, I hear you. Um, uh, yeah, I don't – yeah, I can't. Uh, but anyway, you get the point. Um, Absolutely. So well, – uh, and, and quickly, and I think, without I think Marco Rossi's – well, I think his father played professional hockey. I don't think he was in the NHL. And there's right. a couple of guys whose families played, had family members play professional hockey over in Europe. So uh, every year usually has a bunch of those guys. Uh, somehow the DNA manages to get spread out evenly enough where uh, – and you always like those the, those professional athlete pedigrees anyway because – you know, teams like this guy already knows what it's like to be a professional. It's less you have to work on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And right now on the clock, just wanted to throw this out there, is number 25, uh, Avalanche, the Colorado Avalanche, new to our coverage area, but we'll be watching very closely as what the Avalanche do. And then four picks later, it'll be the Vegas Golden Knights. And then um, – The team uh, with no cap space? Yeah, and then 90 and then 90 some picks later will be no 80 some picks later I think will be the Arizona Coyotes first pick at 111 I think we're going to talk about the Islanders. Uh, okay. <laughs> so so let's jump back into the NCAA stuff that that I I wanted to mention. Um Okay. I did the story. Uh, I told you I was going to go through Dubuque. I had a chance to visit with the head coach up there. Um and I had a chance to uh, view the USHL arena and uh, talk hockey with what we we've been joking with is kind of a direct USHL flight to, to Tempe. And that was the Dubuque um, uh, fighting saints. Well, right. uh, there's also another one developing from Dallas, Texas. Okay. Um, so I'm going to give you a couple of names. Uh, one of them just announced his commitment uh, yesterday. I believe which, which you saw and I did not. So yeah, it, so let's let's talk first about the one who's on the roster right now, and that's Ryan O'Reilly, uh, okay. 2018 draft pick of the uh, Detroit Red Wings. He's going to start his NCAA as a career this season, as you know. Played for the Green Bay Gamblers, is uh, highly touted, if you will, uh, incoming freshman. Um, and then the one that committed yesterday played in the Dallas Stars Elite U16 team. Chase LaPinta uh, made his commitment, um, and of course, Coach Powers uh, welcomed him as well. And then, wow, uh, okay, <laughs> you uh, can say that if he welcomed him. Well, <laughs> or he retweeted. How about that? Can I say all right, he retweeted? That, yeah, see that? I, 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 see, I don't know what's against NCAA rules anymore. <laughs> I don't either. You I know, either. especially with everything yeah. being a dead period. I don't know how that works. Right. And then, I mean, I know there's no face-to-face contact, but I'm assuming they're allowed to have well, uh, video assuming, contact and text I, contacts. And I will uh, assume that if he's able to retweet it on his official Twitter account, that we yeah, can talk about okay. it. Okay. okay. So, so um, Chase Lapinta. See, and I thought we were talking about Avery, but that's... And then, yeah. <laughs> and then the third one that we'll talk about, that we can officially talk about, is uh, the commit Ryan Robinson uh, with the uh, Des Moines... Uh, Buccaneers now and NCAA How'd that happen? Yeah, I don't know. He got away from Dubuque somehow. Uh, anyway, he was taken. Coach David, uh, come on. What are you doing, dude? I mean, yeah. come on. Get on that, right? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so so these are all Dallas uh, 
born and raised or at least raised prospects that are making their way to the NCAA. Any, uh, anything that rings a bell to you as to why this would be coming from Dallas or is it just coincidence, Paul? Maybe it's a little of both. Maybe it's a yeah. little bit of both. Coaches uh, get there, see some players, see other players uh, yeah. uh, developing, and, and they go, hey, uh, maybe a year or two down the road, we might want to look a little further at you. Yeah, you know, when you uh, when you mentioned uh, the, the LaPinta's name this morning, I'm like, I hadn't heard that. But, you know, I try to catch everything, but it doesn't always work. Uh, Robinson I knew of. Uh I, we just don't obviously know that sometimes guys get pushed back a year or two when uh, when they get recruited. Well, I think Ryan Robinson has been committed from as early as for he a couple years. He wanted to be committed. <laughs> well, no, but the point is, um, guys get pushed back sometimes. You know, in terms of what year they actually join the program, that's not unusual. If a guy's no, supposed to start in 2020, sometimes no, no. they'll start in 2021. I mean, like I said, that's not unusual. And honestly, if you looked at what I guess is the uh, known recruit list or the committed, the verbally committed recruit list uh, on some of the websites, uh, ASU's class that is verbally committed for next year is quite large. And yeah. I, I can't say that. That doesn't make any sense because I don't think now that the seasons are going to go relatively as scheduled where you're going to see the NCAA give everybody a free year in the winter and spring sports too, like they did that, the fall sports. Okay, not not unless not unless COVID jumps back up again like, you know. Well, I mean, I, yes, I mean, clearly that's the, possible. With the winter Before. season that things could change, but, um, you know. At that's, the moment, uh, no. Yeah. Exactly. I, I think right now everything's a, a go forward unless something changes dramatically uh, in the next month or so. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to bring that up. And by, ASU has eight seniors that are you – know, was eight seniors on their roster this year. Correct. So it's not correct. like there n is not going to be places for those guys to play. Exactly. Um, and as you said, coaches go to see one player. And they end up looking at other players. You know, uh, wasn't that the case with Brinson Pashnuk? <laughs> Absolutely, it was. All right, you know, Tyler Bush had committed, um, and and it's not that the the program didn't know who Brinson Pashnuk was, but you know, I, I'm sure that the familiarity didn't hurt when. When 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 Brinson decommitted from Vermont, that he was there, and the coaches, I'm sure, you know, I mean, coach goes into the locker room, everybody knows the coach is there, right? I mean, whoever right, it is, yeah. whether it's a head coach, assistant coach, um, a scout, because we all know that they have scouts in, in or scouting networks, so to speak. They all know it's not it's not a secret. So. You know, these things happen, right? And and the other thing, and I'll say it again, and I'll probably piss somebody off, okay? Uh, let's see. I'm from Dallas or the Dallas area. Do I want to go play 
at, say, Michigan Tech, where I have to go through tunnels to get to class in the arena? Or do I go and can, say, can I clarify your tunnels? The, yeah. Those tunnels are snow tunnels. <laughs> well, yeah, you said it. I didn't. I was trying to be polite. Well, if say, you go to Duluth, yeah. you get actual tunnels to go to class right. from your dorm. You don't have to go outside unless you're going to to a game. But anyway, yeah. that's that's neither right. here nor there. Okay. Now, let's see. I'm from Dallas, and let's see. I could go to Michigan Tech and never see the sun, or I can go within a very short plane ride to my house and play Division One hockey. Hmm, where do I choose? Hmm, let me see. Hmm, it's a hard choice. I'm thinking here. Yeah, hmm. I hear you. <laughs> so, and once again, we know that, well, we don't want guys to come here for the weather. Yeah, it's the first <laughs> thing we say. Nothing yeah. personal. I, listen, I love the campus. Right. You know, I, I, <laughs> I bleed maroon and gold, a different maroon and gold than you. Yeah, and, right. Uh, uh, is it, no, Duluth, is it gold or is it white? <laughs> I don't know who cares. Uh, um, anyway, uh, yeah. let me let me put a cap on it, a bow on it for you. I wanted to bring that up because I had a chance to visit uh, with Tanner uh, today, and and we, I promised him he could come on the show. He was busy tonight, obviously at the uh, the NHL draft, but in the very near future, we'll have him on and have him give us a little deeper. He uh, lives and works in Dallas. Has got a real good uh, pulse of what's going on in the Dallas hockey leagues. Um, and can really fill us in more. So we'll save that for Tanner. I just want to bring it up now and talk a little bit about that building connection between uh, Dallas and Tempe. Um, okay. The final thing I want to talk about in this show, Paul, was uh, what we started with was the Big Ten, uh, quote, unquote, adopting Arizona State uh, into their conference for this crazy year, which we will call 2020, 2021. Um, right. Uh, you know, there's so many things that I'm curious about. Uh, I've reached out on a couple of them. One, uh, we know for a fact that there will be no fans through 2020. Uh, that could change in 2021. I reached out to find out about media. Is that in, is that in Big Ten games? You too? Yeah, I well, mean, well, I got I got this from Arizona State uh, Hockey right. SID and Media Relations. Mitch Terrell told me that uh, there would be no. Um, fans in 2020 he said he could tell me that with certainty i asked about media availability because obviously that's important to us and right. especially playing in the big 10 i mean one of those trips at least would be back to minnesota which is easy for me wisconsin's not far um so those were options um but we don't know yet and we don't know what the full schedule is going to look like we know that uh, all the big 10 teams will play each other and they will also play four games against Arizona state. So now see the, no the part I'm curious about now you get is, back to your point in a second. They're going to play when ASU plays, are they going to play four games in a row? Against <laughs> that was the same my team? next point. <laughs> that so was when they go to point. visit, How are you gonna do that? when they go to visit, say Michigan state, and I don't want to, I don't want to use the other schools just for either. Or I could say Ohio state because one of my coworkers, his son goes to Ohio state. So maybe I'll use that either way. 
um, when they go visit these schools, are they going to play them on one weekend, hang around for the week, and then go play a game the next weekend? Or because I can't imagine they're going to go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And Exactly. See, that, that was my point. I was just going to bring that up is that how is this travel going to work on this situation? Because you're going to be going back and forth, back and forth, no matter how you look at it. Uh, because there will be no um, two weeks or a week on the road or two weeks on the road and then one or two weeks back home. Right now, as we know it, there are no home games slated for Oceanside. That could change. Um, maybe LIU decides to come out here. Maybe ASU plays them on an off weekend. We don't know for sure. But what we do know is that those 28 quote-unquote conference games um, – will be played on the road at a Big Ten school. Um, that the in question itself, Paul. The, the other yeah, question, okay, uh, that in itself is crazy. Like I said, it's been done before. Um, you know, like I said, uh, at, at Boston College. Um, we saw uh, the end of the season, the, the, the last full season, ASU played those – 13 straight weeks without a week off at one yeah. point. Yes. I, I can't imagine that they're going to do that with although all eight teams. Like they're going to play 14 weekends in a row. And then if you're the, the Big Ten the conference members, you're going to play a 15th weekend in a row with your conference tournament. There's got to be weeks off built into that, right? There has to be. You would think there would have to be. I just don't see how it uh, – but here was my next But if you're step. pushing – of course, if you're pushing back the, the the national tournament and the Big Ten has already said they're altering their conference tournament this year to play it all in one weekend, single right. eliminations, so you could push that back as well, there is wiggle room in there, right? There has to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Even with okay. – when you think about it, Paul, they would have probably have just been starting this weekend with their regular season had nothing happened with COVID. So right. throw five weeks in there, uh, five or six weeks. Uh, so until they re actually get started this year, that, that will have to be figured in somewhere along the way through the holidays, whatever. Um, See, now, if you, if you ask me, that four- to six-week period, after Thanksgiving, when there's no classes involved, I don't know when the Big Ten goes back. After Thanksgiving, I know a lot of schools have said they're ending their semesters at the Thanksgiving break to eliminate extra trips. Uh, without class or class responsibilities for a lot of these players, do they squeeze a few more games in in that section of time that they might not have otherwise? Could you play since you're not really worried about class? Let's just go with the first weekend in December, whatever those dates are. Right. Let's just for argument's sake arbitrarily call them December 6th and December 7th. Could you then play? Uh, a Thursday, Friday against those same, that same team 
regardless of who you are, whether you're Michigan and Michigan State or Ohio State and Notre Dame. And then now you're talking about playing on the, what did I say, the 11th and 12th? Yeah, let, let, let me just – I've pulled okay. the calendar up in front of me just to throw this out there. The talk right now is now, now, start... you're, now you're talking about being efficient and professional. <laughs> we, we don't believe in it. So I'm starting – the talk right now is starting on the weekend of the 13th and 14th of November. Right. Um, so that would be one, two, three, four, five uh, – about five weeks, like I mentioned, later than normal. Um, right. So then let me put us into November. That would be one, two, three. I'm doing math on the air or counting on the air, folks. Uh, four, five. High six, quality entertainment here, ladies seven, and gentlemen. You don't get this eight. anywhere else. That would give you eight weekends leading up to uh, uh, January 1st. Now, if you okay. go into January, you're talking 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. You have 16 weeks to get you to the end of February. Okay. And then you get one more weekend in March. So you could actually get 17 weeks of hockey. Okay. Um, but once again, they're probably, you know, everything, and we don't know. I'm not the NCAA. Yeah. yeah but they are talking about pushing back the NCAA tournament. Right. And it is, okay. So. Like I said, let's, for argument's sake, say Thanksgiving is what, the 23rd, 24th? Uh, yeah, let me go back there again. It is the 26th this year. Okay, so Thanksgiving is the 26th. So you, you, you have Thanksgiving. So the 28th and 29th is a Saturday and Sunday. You get to burn off the turkey and all that other stuff, and you play a weekend there. And then you play uh, the next weekend on a Friday, a Saturday against the same two team against the same team, right? Right. Um, that's and then maybe depending on 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 how this is going to work and depending on TV because that's part of this too, whether we like it or not. Yeah. Um. So now you played on a Saturday, Sunday, then you played on a normal Friday, Saturday. And then the next weekend, because it's still Christmas, it's it's Christmas break and there's no classes. Right. Now you're playing on a Thursday and a Friday. You're still not playing. You're still giving day, three or four days in between series. Right. right? So then the next series, because it's still no school, you're playing on a Wednesday and a Thursday. You see where I'm getting at? Yeah. Yeah, I see and what you're getting you, at. And you still get to play all those games and not have to worry about class and maybe knock down some of the travel a little bit. Because if you're just going from uh, Ann Arbor to East Lansing, I don't know what the distance is there. What's a two-hour bus ride maybe? Yeah, not too far. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe. Map. I don't know. Uh, I I don't have my Michigan map pulled up. But you get the <laughs> point, right? They're, yeah, they're, absolutely. They're going to squeeze. And then yeah. – when class, so you can do that and maybe get half, not half those games. So you're talking, if you can, so you, you, what are you talking? You, maybe you can get 12 to 16 games in during Christmas break. And then yeah. take, take, take a week off when classes start again, or take a week and a half off when classes start again. Even if, you know, the classes are going to be virtual. 
but just to, you know, go home and relax, have some, you know, get some practice, uh, unpack the suitcase, clean laundry, et cetera, et cetera. I'm just, you know, I'm spitballing here. And that's all you can do at this point, Paul. We don't really know. Uh, we do know that I believe the 18th of March is when the Big Ten Conference Tournament will play, will begin play that Thursday. Um, Maybe. So that's that's interesting. And then, like I said, then, uh, you know. But don't forget, anyway. it's one weekend now. It's not – they changed that yeah, format for I this know. week. For this yeah, I know. Year. So, so that'll be eight, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, 18, 19, 20. Uh, what is that, when they were originally supposed to play? I don't think so. That's just what I heard today on the announcement. Oh, okay. All right. So, um, so that gives you January, February, and a week in March. That gives you nine weeks to, say, play six if you've played eight before New Year's. Right. Okay. So, I mean, I mean based on the way they have it set up, there is time. And – the thing that was brought up is, wow, that's be a tough way to win games. Well, yeah, but at the same time, uh, you're not going to play any of those teams that's really going to kill your pairwise if you lose. And at the same time, I mean, assuming they don't change the formula. Right. Uh, more points and a, a, a higher multiple or whatever the heck they call it if you win a game on the road. So maybe if in a 28-game schedule, ASU had to win 18. And I don't know. I'm just throwing numbers out because that's what we do. Uh, maybe playing all those games on the road allows them to win one or two games less. Who knows? Yeah. Go 16, uh... You know, go 18 and 10 or 17 and 11 because you've played all those games on the road. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Uh, in any event, Paul, what we do know is it's going to be exciting. It's going to be certainly different. And, uh, you know, as we go forward, we're going to try to give you the most coverage that we can possibly give you. But, um, you know, I mean, for number one concern is like everybody in the world is we got to keep everybody healthy, right? I mean, we see what's happening to uh, the NFL right now with guys going down here and there, and we see what's happening in uh, – in Washington, D.C. with everything there. So we absolutely have to try to keep everybody healthy first and foremost. And then from that point, um, we'll play the games. We'll do the best that we can. And it's an unusual year. The only thing, and I've been thinking about this for about an hour now as we've been on the air, Paul, and what's gone through my head initially was, God, I feel bad for the seniors this year. If this is how they have oh, to play sure. the season, having to play it on the road the whole time. Sure. But then again, I also think about the seniors from last year that played their hearts out, thought they were going to get a chance to play for a national championship and didn't get a chance to play. And I'll bet you if you went back and asked all of them, every, one, they of would, them. every one of them would every say, I know right I'll play on the road. Them. Yeah, I would play on the road all the time if it meant I was going to get a shot at a national tournament. So, you know, who knows? Everybody's in the same boat, we like to say, although they really aren't because – the uh, Big Ten schools are going to obviously be able to play some of their games at home. Um, and honestly, if there's no fans in the building, does it matter? Yeah, I don't know if it does or not. I really don't. Because I, mean, I watch some of these professional games, uh, you know, the NFL games, and and it's nice to watch like, the that was nice to watch all those NHL playoff games on TV where they dubbed in the sound. But um, 
it, you know, when, when you got shots like Tampa Bay um, c- celebrating their championship, <laughs> I don't know. It felt like the, it just felt like there was something missing. Yeah, I, I know. And, and I'm sure that, that that's going to be something that the players are going to have to adapt to for this year is that. Not that uh, Tampa Bay's turning it back, by the way. Yeah, right. Uh, so I guess we'll see what happens. Like I said, I hope for our sake, and more importantly, I hope for our photographer, Zach Mondoran, that they, they allow some some media people in because uh, Zach's going to go stir-crazy if he's not able to shoot some hockey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty soon. So we'll, we'll hope for the best on that. In the meantime, uh, we're thankful that we got some news on a Tuesday instead of a Wednesday because that's usually yep. how things happen uh, around here for, for sure. us. But um, the, the NHL draft continues. Um, I lost track right now where we're at. So I think number 29, the Vegas Golden Knights are on the clock. So um, we'll see what happens there. We know what uh, Colorado did. We know that uh, Arizona does not have a first-round pick. So, um, you know, we'll talk more uh, stuff tomorrow. Uh, we're going to be doing a little bit of club stuff, but a lot of the uh, NHL recap. Uh, so tune in tomorrow for Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Paul, I'll let you take it away with the read, and then we'll say goodnight with uh, little Roger Klein and the Peacemakers. College Hockey Southwest Weekly has been brought to you by Bell Ford, the Arizona Ford Giant the presenting partner of the Sunday special. Tell our friend Kevin what Ice Time Hockey SW sent you and let him show you the Belford difference. Online at belford.com or at the showroom at 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix. Cold beers and cheeseburgers. Visit the dining rooms in accordance to CDC guidelines, and they are open in all 12 Valley locations and in California. Visit coldbeers.com for more information for takeout specials as well. By T-Mobile, home of America's largest 5G network. See Andre in the Paradise Valley store at Shea and Tatum. Let him show you how the power of the new T-Mobile can work for you. By Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. When you go to pick up your dinner at Jesse Ray's Barbecue tomorrow night, make sure you bring home a couple of bottles of your own of the best of Las Vegas barbecue sauces from Jesse Ray's Barbecue, jessieraysbarbecue.com. Buy summer skates. Summer may be over, but we still like to keep those drinks cold. Get those personalized koozies and shower shoes. Go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and click on the summer skates banner. Reposado, Silver, or Añejo, whichever flavor of Roger Klein's Cancion tequila is your favorite. If they're not available where you buy your tequila, go to mexicanmoonshine.com and get yours today. Buy OxyPow. Visit our full line of natural cleaning products at oxypow.com. By M-Drive, presenting partner of What Drives You. M-Drive in the morning, relax at night. Our two-step system for energy, stamina, and recovery. By the Ice Den, Scottsdale and Chandler. Behind the Mask, for all your hockey needs, visit any of our three locations or go to BehindTheMask.com. By College Bar and Grill in Tempe, by ASU fans for ASU fans. College Hockey Southwest Weekly and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app, available for download at the iTunes Store, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, and the iHeartRadio app, and now on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Very well done, my friend. As I watch the uh, TV right now, we're going to hold on just a second because I believe the uh, Golden Knights pick is in. We'll find out who they selected. 
Uh, I see Kelly McCrimmon on the TV, so I think uh, uh, they have a pick. He's going to make it right now, and uh, we'll see what happens here. The Golden Knights, of course, uh, picking number 29 in the first round of this year's draft. So uh, let's just hang tight and see who we have here in just a second. Uh, Brendan Brisson, uh, center. The Golden Knights have picked another American player. How do you uh, like that? That? Uh, that might be the relative of Pat Brisson, the agent. Or oh, Brisson. I'm sorry. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, I believe it is. So uh, that's not quite the bloodlines we're used to. but <laughs> Well, 59 points in the 2019-2020 season, second in the USHL. So a lot of scoring talent. Uh, just exactly what the Golden Knights need is some more scoring. Uh, well, I guess they do. They have somebody that can finish it. He's on the highlights right now showing how he finished it. Began his youth hockey career with the Los Angeles Junior Kings. So congratulations uh, to Brendan, uh, becoming the newest uh, member of the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. Tomorrow we've got a full day of coverage, so uh, stay tuned to our Twitter accounts. We'll be updating you as uh, the teams here in the desert southwest, or I'm sorry, in the southwest. I said it, Paul. It took me a whole show, and I finally had to say it, didn't I? No comment. <laughs> I know. I know there'd be no comment on that. I almost made it through, folks. I'll keep trying. We are now Ice Time Hockey SW. We have the Southwest covered for you. Uh, thanks, my friend, for coming up with all the good content tonight. Thanks to uh, Arizona State for providing us with uh, information and content, as always. We will continue to bring you NCAA hockey stuff uh, next week. We'll shoot to uh, to bring you a new guest. Um, it's different not to have a guest because then you have to hear Paul and I over and over again. So, okay, yeah, that's Got a anything? way to lose listeners. Final parting words. <laughs> have a good night. All right.